Welcome to Gears Action Growth, shifting business culture one conversation at a time. My name is Dr. Josephine Paladmo and my superpower is creating business cultures that transform organizations team by team. Today, I'll be chatting to Rachel Kinyech about how trust and empowerment inspires a strong culture at Servian. I hope you've enjoyed the discussion. I'm here with Rachel Kimnietch, Community Lead at Servian. And Servian is a tech consultancy throughout Australia, New Zealand, Singapore and India. And I was really keen to talk to Rachel because she's got a very unique role in a tech organisation as a community lead. So I just think that this is a, a new job that we haven't heard much about. I, in the co-working space, we often have community leads and community managers, but definitely haven't seen a lot of community leads in organisations. So I'm really keen to get into that. But before we do, Rachel, let's get to know you a little bit better. I'm keen to know, how did your career lead you to this job right now? So where did your career uh, go before before today? I don't think I have a very typical journey, I would say. Uh, you Being a community lead, I think it's got a very strong um, people and culture background, and that, that's not quite where I come from. When I was younger, you know, I wanted to be a marine biologist and then a TV presenter, then a dancer. So I was all over the place. I never really had a clear direction. Um, but I guess throughout my career, I've tried lots of different things. So I have been a legal assistant. I have worked in events as well for quite a long time and then also had a stint um, in advertising and also working for a charity. So again, a really, really broad experience that I've come from but I guess throughout all of that as I was trying to find my way and trying to find the career that was right for me there kept being a couple of themes that popped up so I, I adored being around people I like to talk to them engage with them from all different walks of life all different stakeholders all different levels and I really enjoy helping and supporting people as well, which as you can see, that's already drawing me close to the PNC field <laughs> and organizing. Oh my God, have I just been the biggest list maker <laughs> since I was, you know, could walk, could probably write lists before I could walk. Um, and yeah, so that's kind of where my events side of things came in. And I then eventually stumbled across this position description at Servian for the community lead. And as I read through everything, it just had this amazing breadth and accumulated everything I loved. And it was just me in a position description. Um, so kind of stumbled on it by luck, I guess, but that that's the, the broad background. Oh, wow. And so, so tell me about what was it about the job that attracted you? As I mentioned, it was quite broad. So I think that's what I really liked about it. I really enjoy a lot of change and a lot of flexibility and always doing something new and different which really really excited me it, with this job i interact across a lot of different teams and a lot of different people solving a lot of different problems and i find that really really interesting always keeping that variety and keeping it really really fresh and so obviously as i mentioned there's also the people component in there as well and 
It's also quite event heavy, which I adore. I love running events and I love bringing people together. So it ticks that box as well. Okay, so so tell me, with a community lead role, so if I didn't know what a community lead is, how would you describe it? What, what are you kind of trying to achieve? And so I'm so glad you asked me on to talk about this and ask that question as well, because I feel that it's not a typical career that comes to mind when you're you know, going through high school or university. It's not that doctor, lawyer, scientist list that we typically see. So, and as you mentioned before, I do see this role becoming more and more prominent but I think it means different things to different companies. So hopefully I can shed um, a bit of a different light doing it in a tech industry uh, compared to, as you said, seeing it in a lot of co-working spaces. I do think my role is um, ultimately to help make Servian a really great place to work and primarily through fostering community and connection. And I think that may sound really broad because it is. And if we look at internal community, for example, so socially connecting with each other and creating that family and camaraderie or internally it could mean knowledge sharing across interest areas. So creating opportunities for people to connect and leverage and learn off each other and lift each other up as well. Um, and then we look at externally. So it could be connecting with the broader tech community. So whether that's a meetup, a conference, events, speaking opportunities, but then I guess it doesn't stop at tech, which is what's really, really exciting and gives it its variety. Uh, there are lots of other community, community and connection areas that make a workplace really, really enjoyable. So an example that always pops into mind is a lot of people feel really strongly about social issues and, and ultimately giving back to the community. Um, a great example of this at Servian is we have this long-standing partnership with Girls in Tech and as the name suggests, it aims to address gender diversity in the tech industry. And from this, our consultants not only get to attend the events, but they get to speak at these events and host workshops and be mentors to help lift this community up and spark people's interest in a tech career. So people find that incredibly fulfilling and it's nice to have ways to give back that isn't directly related to their everyday role and tasks. So. These things, and I think so much more, is what makes Servian truly unique and really different from any company I've ever worked at. And that's what really fuels, I think, my, my role there as well. Oh, yeah, I can see that. And particularly that that focus on creating meaning through doing things that people really care about in the wider world, you know, making an impact on perhaps social issues or it could be environmental issues that we know from the social science literature that that is particularly important in um, maintaining engagement and a really strong identity with the organisation, particularly if people have those values. So I can see how that, 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 that your role really would foster that. It, I would imagine, though, that a role like yours could be doing everything. How do you decide what the important things are, um, and how do you not get overloaded? Because you can you can imagine that things would there'd be a bit of scope creep in an, in your role because it is a little <laughs> bit <laughs> sort of you know broadly defined. Yes, and again, you're just having all the great questions for me today. You're right because of the breadth in my role, there is always this consideration about okay, well, what can I actually do to make a difference? So I think one of it's just a personal approach, right? You know, make sure you're organized, have a plan and really evaluate where you think there's going to be most 
impact. Um, for example, more recently in the Melbourne office specifically, we've obviously been through a very, very long lockdown. And when I first joined at the start of uh, 2021, internal connection was really paramount because we had lots of people who um, were starting at Servian and people who'd been here a long time and working from home for, you know, across these two years on and off, people didn't know each other and there, well, there wasn't that connection that we typically naturally see happen when we are in the office and all interacting face to face. So sometimes the circumstances will also dictate where your efforts go. Um, so I think that's a really great example of that. But also what's been really terrific about Servian is this really big notion around empowering its employees. So before I came on, there was no community lead, but they still managed to have the girls in tech partnership, go to all these tech meetups, do all these fun things internally. And that's all because if a Servianite, oh, sorry, we, we call the staff internally Servianites. <laughs> <laughs> so if a Servianite has a great idea, they pretty much just let, let someone know. And then usually someone within Servian goes, that's a great idea, run with that. How can we help you? What do you need? And we find that's usually incredibly successful as well because it's something that person cares about. And hey, that something may even be dumplings. We have a dumplings club and there's a group of oh, people wow. that go out and have dumplings. <laughs> but again, oh, then it can go to the more, um, I guess, serious end of the spectrum on girls in tech. So whatever it is and whatever people's interest is, they're empowered and supported to get those things up and running and see it grow and improve and carry it through. So I think it's not always just me alone, right? There's always people doing interesting things and we'll be helping each other as well. So, so, so Rachel, I think it's really clear that Servian has quite a people focus and they understand that their values need to be espoused and demonstrated very literally in terms of, you know, how they empower their, their staff. What are some of the things that you've implemented where you have really had a lot of success in empowering staff or increasing engagement? Because I think a lot of companies really struggle with this. They're, they're often, you know, they often perhaps even, even, even if they have the intention, they, they're not sure what to do. What are some things you've come across where you think, oh, that's a great thing. I would definitely do that again in another organisation. I think to start off with, it's worth noting that you're not going to please everyone. <laughs> you're not going to run something that gets everyone engaged all the time. And I think that forms a little bit a part of my approach. It's sometimes, you know, things that I run or events or initiatives, it will fit and benefit tremendously a group of people. And it may be a small group, but sometimes that's really worth it because it allows them to connect in a way they haven't been able to before. So I think not saying you should go out and do everything and anything and, you know, squander away your time. But I do think sometimes it's worth taking those small wins and doing things that are a little bit different to make sure you get to everyone. Um, but one of the things that and it wasn't just me alone, but one of the things that was really, really great to help get up and running is is our guilds and um, our practices at Servian. So being being a tech company, guilds is something that is has been around for a very long time and is very, very strong within Servian. And you can have a guild for almost any area of interest. So being tech, we've got, you know, uh, there are 
AI and ML or DevOps or cloud. And so that may be a couple of buzzwords for people, but mm -hmm. any interest area. And so those groups, they come together and they're kind of self-running, but the idea is to share knowledge and to come together over a common interest or topic. And getting them set up has had such tremendous benefits because it's been able to create small communities within the company. So as you get bigger, it's harder to maintain that closeness. So it allows for these silos um, of people to come together and connect and create relationships. And through that, they do a lot of learning and development as well, which is a huge thing in the tech company as tech progresses and constantly changes. There's always a lot to keep up with. So they will do um, workshops and knowledge sharing and L&D sessions. So that's been really, really tremendously powerful. So what has been great about that is it was already kind of running at Servian. So we, we acknowledged and saw that this is something really cool that's happening. Took a step back and said, how can we support this as a company? How can we make sure they can continue to do this thing that is just has tremendous benefit from a number of, you know, in a number of ways. And so it wasn't about coming in and imposing things, but it was uplifting what was already there and creating space they could do that. Being consultants, they are on client site doing client projects. So how do we balance that time where they need to do that work versus contribute, participate or run this guild and this community? So putting in processes and structures to allow space for them to do that was really, really key. So that empowerment again. So Rachel, just on those kind of, I guess, processes or the structural things that support that. So does Servian acknowledge in in the overall performance say say the performance you know review or performance of of their employees that this is part of their role so they they are allowed that time that it's acknowledged and rewarded can you tell me a little bit about how this links to performance because i think that 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 can be a real reinforcing or a disabling structure in organizations right and I think it's always dependent on how companies measure these sorts of things and whether they're putting strict KPIs in it or just cons you know considering it and noting it if it was a strict KPI it would be like well have you participated in a guild and have you attended every session and oh you missed out on a session I think that's not the best way no. to yeah to approach these things so I think Servian greatly values people's participation and um, yeah, participation in these sorts of things, but I don't think it's, I think it's taken into consideration as opposed to frowned upon if they're not taking part in 20 different guilds or they're not attending every session. Because we do acknowledge that people have lives, they have families, they've got a wedding they need to attend, you know, things happen outside of Serbian, surprisingly. Um, but obviously it's good to see that people are interested and passionate and want to get involved to either learn or, or give back. I think that's a bit of a common theme around a lot of the people in Serbia and it's part of the culture that people are really passionate about what they do. And if you bring up a tech subject, they will chat your ear off until the cows come home in the best way. So most people do get involved, but it's because it's actually something they care about, which has been really great. And do you work with leaders, Rachel? Because I'm imagining that, that if you do have that kind of culture where you're really um, empowering staff to, to 
to really, in, uh, you know, do those things that keep them engaged and keep them learning, then I'm guessing that leaders are supporting their teams to do that. They're talking about it. Maybe they're getting involved themselves. Can you tell me a little bit about what you see the leaders do? And, and also maybe what are the founders doing around that? So Servian is quite unique in that we have an incredibly flat structure. I remember being told on my first day that if I wanted to ping um, the then CEO, I could ping him. So that was really great. And honestly, I did. And we had some great chats. So it's incredibly flat and everyone's door is always open. And I think that's taken them, that's been their policy since day one, since we started and has been able to carry through this whole way, which has been really, really beneficial and very lucky for us. So in terms of leadership getting involved, they do, and it's fantastic. <laughs> so, um, for and this is a bit of a different example, but for example, we had a cooking challenge recently because everyone was in lockdown and we have a cooking channel and people always post the really lovely dinners and food that they make and all the nice. creative. I know it's my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> and during the competition, cooking competition, people were sending their photos. I was hungry for a week straight, it was great. But, um, you know, we had a lot of the partners that got together to either contribute a dish themselves or do some of the judging. So I know this is a little bit of a, a more social thing, but that they get involved in almost everything and anything. And I guess in terms of when I spoke about before about making space for these things, usually it's, if a serving night wants to do something, they'll go up to the, the, you know, relevant, I guess the word would probably be manager, the relevant person who's in charge of their project, or they'll approach a partner and they'll say, hey, this is what I want to do. And almost always the answer is, sure, what can we do to make it happen? Always with a grain of salt, of course, because if your, you know, your client project is ridiculously busy, you can't just, you know, wander off and disappear for two weeks. Um, but it's, you know, if we can't do it now, can we do it next week? Can we look at this later? Or can we chip away at it in the background and then ramp up later? So there's always a conversation of how we can make this work, which is really, really great. Yeah, that's wonderful. And, you know, because people are people use common sense. They want to come to work to do a good job, but it doesn't mean that they're not necessarily also interested in kind of spending time doing all of those other things. And particularly given that we've been in this kind of virtual space for such a long time, I think that, that that's one of the things that's dropped off. Um, how has lockdown affected what, you know, what you're seeing in terms of people's connection to each other? Uh, and I know, and, and I know, you, you know, I guess Serbian has used to kind of keep the, keep the focus on that, but have you seen the impact of lockdowns? Yes, definitely. Um, I think it's just across the board for everyone and anyone. It's just been hard. And there's always that talk about disconnecting. And I finished my work day. And how do I separate my work from my home when all I have to do is take two steps and be in the next room? So I think we, the message is always reinforced quite frequently about balancing everything and work during work hours and you know, occasion, and this is my opinion, but occasionally you get busy times. Like when I lead up to an event, I will probably work a bit longer hours to have to prepare for that. But that's just the nature of work. Sometimes you have peaks and troughs, but on, on the troughs, it means that you can relax a bit more and gain that time back. So 
I think the flexibility has been a really key thing that Servian has been able to do and allow people to do, especially with those, you know, who have kids at home and have had to homeschool. So again, always having the conversation with people who, who need that help and seeing how we can all make that work to support them. I think as well, what was really, really beneficial for us is because everyone's always on client site, we always had a bit of separation between the company and, and um, our, our consultants who are on site. And so we've always had a really big chat group culture, which is just really been used a whole lot more over, over COVID and lockdown. But one of the benefits to this as well, before lockdown, we have obviously offices throughout you know, as Australia, New Zealand, Singapore, India, as you mentioned before. And you'd have a lot of in-person events, but being virtual and only being able to have virtual events, we actually got to cross pollinate more than what we were doing before, which was a really cool positive, I think, to come out of it. Um, so we got to meet a lot of people in the other regions where maybe if the event was just in the office, you wouldn't have met those people. So if I'm to put a positive spin on it, that was really great to come out of the lockdown period. Yes, fantastic. Yeah, I know a lot of organisations have kind of, a, a lot of my clients have said the same thing around that it's been a great equaliser because people who um, are often in the head office or in head, you know, HQ feel they have more opportunity to engage with with also partners and leaders and executives, whereas this is a, a bit of an equaliser. So, so interesting that you're saying that too, Rachel. Um, I guess I've got a question and, and maybe it's going back to the beginning. How did Servian come to the realisation that they they needed someone in this role? Because I know you're a full-time community lead and as you said, they were kind of doing this stuff anyway before. How did, what, what was it? What was the turning point for them where they said, no, we need, a, we need someone, we need to kind of commit to employing someone to just focus on this? As we started to grow and expand, you kind of need to build in a little bit more process in terms of how to get these things up and running or how to keep them up and running as this one person who was doing it can't do it for an office of, you know, 200 plus people, but they could do it for an office of 50, for example. So I think just as you grow, you just need more help. You need a bigger team. You need to expand. So I think that played a really, really key role. What also I think what is part of it is, yeah, we're a tech consultancy and we're about tech, but ultimately it's people, you know, it's, it's our consultants. We really care about supporting them and their well-being. So it, it made sense to bring in someone who could foster that and contribute to that and make sure we always have things that are up and running to support them uh, and, you know, make sure they're still really happy and, and productive um, at, at Servian. So I think with as we expanded and how we've always had that people first mentality, it was just a bit of a natural fit. But what's been really great is I started obviously in the beginning of 2021 and now we have hired um, a community lead in India, in the New South Wales office and very recently as well in Queensland. So it's something the entire company is seeing massive benefit in, which is really, really great and really exciting, I think. So hopefully we get some people in all the other regions as well. That's, that's my internal, 
internal hope. I'm crossing my fingers. <laughs> <laughs> that's wonderful. So that's a real commitment to, um, you know, really the people focus at Servian. That's wonderful. And and Rachel, it's just you can I can just feel and hear and sense that you love your job. Oh, I adore it. I absolutely adore it. And I think it's a little bit embarrassing because when people ask me how, how my job's going or how my role's going, I just gush. I gush about it and it's disgusting and gooey and uh, all positive. So I, I have never been at a, a company that has this kind of emphasis and care on its employees before. And that's been incredibly refreshing. And as I mentioned, the level of empowerment and trust that they have in everyone and myself included allows you to do so much and have such a positive impact. You know, the world's, the world's really pretty much your oyster in, in that sense. And so being able to have the support behind me to actually help people and make the time here really, really positive and pleasurable, that's just, that's really fulfilling for me. And I get a lot of joy from that. So. It's a, it's a dream come true. It's corny as a challenge. Not corny at all. I think everyone would love that as well. So thank you, Rachel. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you so much for spending the time today. And um, I, if, um, I, I was hoping that you'd inspired other organisations to take Serbian's lead because I think this is a really good case study for um, how focusing on people can really ensure that the business um, growth is sustainable, that people are productive and performing, because that's kind of the end result, right? So thank you so much, Rachel. Just over to you, is there anything else you wanted to add before we go? No, that was it from me. And of course, a big thank you for having me. I've had such a fun time being able to share my experiences and my role with everyone. And yes, I hope we see many more community leads out there in the near future. Exactly. Thank you so much, Rachel. Cheers.